0: At the end of the year, during this holiday season, we're bombarded with all the movies that we associate with Christmas, all the Christmas movies, right? Uh, We can watch dozens of films with this basic plot. Christmas is almost ruined because of fill-in-the-blank, but some hero saves the day by rescuing Santa and or delivering all the presents for him. We can watch films about Frosty the Snowman and the Grinch and Ebenezer Scrooge. We can watch Ralphie tell everyone that he wants an official Red Ryder Carbine Action 200-shot range model air rifle, only to be told, you'll shoot your eye out. Uh, We can watch Buddy the Elf or Home Alone, and of course, we still chuckle as the Griswold Christmas tree goes up in flames. These are fun. We enjoy them. Some of them are even classics. But, you know, when you watch all of them, it's kind of amazing. They're all Christmas movies, but none of them really even touch on the heart of the matter at all. It is Christmas, after all, Christ's Mass. We live in a time when there are two Christmases, the secular and the sacred. Strangely, the two very seldom overlap. In fact, they are moving ever farther apart. The secular Christmas season starts sometime in November and ends December 25th. The sacred Christmas begins now and lasts this year until January 8th. How many decorations will make it that far or even into the next few days? This really isn't all that new, though. When Jesus was born, there was no room for him at the inn sadly, in our Christmas, all too often, there's still too little room for Jesus. But there's good news here. When humanity loses its way and forgets God, as we have time and time again throughout history, he never gives up on us. Instead, in an act of perfect love, he entered the world. This gospel passage today uh, may seem repetitious, and actually, that's kind of why I like it. When history seems to roll on year after year, generation after generation, the same old thing, year after year, we can become complacent. Just like listening to that gospel. I'm sure a lot of people, as they hear it, tend to zone out a bit. But then there's a break in the repetition. The father of Eliezer, Eliezer the father of Methan, the father Mithon became the father of Jacob, Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. In all of history, this is something new. There is no more business as usual. God has become man. As the Gospel of John says, the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. And the word was made flesh and dwelt, his mo- and dwelt among us. Friends, that right there, that's the heart of Christmas. The fact that, quote, a catechism, God became incarnate in the womb of the Virgin Mary by the power of the Holy Spirit. He did so to reconcile us sinners with God, to have us learn of God's infinite love, to be our model of holiness and to make us partakers of the divine nature. So what is the solution to a world and a culture that increasingly wants to separate itself from our faith that wants our faith to be hidden, to kept out of sight even as it celebrates quote Christmas. Do we hide our faith? Do we keep it private? Well, When man turned away from God, God never abandoned man. Instead, he came closer. Now as many turn away from our Lord and forget him, it's our task to do what Jesus did, to bring Christ closer into the world. The answer to this world and culture is therefore that we ourselves, we have to seek the Lord first in our lives. Before wealth health, comfort, popularity. We must obey that great commandment, the greatest commandment of Jesus, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And if we can be generous and courageous enough to do that, he will transform our lives. And through our example then, he will transform the lives of those around us, our family and friends. It is true that following the Lord can be very hard. Often, it requires a person to change their ways. Bad habits? Get rid of them. Sins? Confess them. Don't know what the teachings of the church are? Well, study them. Don't feel like you know Jesus? Pray. Talk to him in prayer. He has gone to a great deal of trouble to be with us. He became man, he suffered and died on the cross, he conquered death, and he gave us the church through which we we still encounter him today, especially here in the most holy Eucharist. Clearly, having done all this, he wants to be near us, but he won't force us to be with him. He loves us enough to respect our free will. We have to go those last few steps of the way, accepting his love. It's not always easy, but we can trust the Lord. It's worth it, and the journey is rewarding. In this world where it's so easy to become distracted by ever greater secularism, to turn away from God or to simply ignore him, it's my prayer and hope that we can discover the joy of seeking the Lord. Seeking the Lord so that he, through us, might continue to transform the world for the better. In the words of one Christmas carol, There is no journey so great as that of seeking Christ. There is no journey so great as that of looking for Christ. There is no journey so great. No path is worth following unless it leads us to the baby Jesus. May our lives lead us and those we encounter always closer To Jesus. Merry Christmas.